Welcome to Walker Retail Ranger. My name is Walker, a.k.a. The Retail Ranger. It is my job to keep you free from food safety danger. The other is to make sure that stuff gets on the shelf. It's harder than it looks. I can't do it by myself. Now it's time for... Walker Retail Ranger. Hey, attention employees, we gotta clean up on aisle 13. Clean up on aisle 13. Thank you. Thank you very much. Hey, so apparently I used the word uh, exponentially last <laughs> week, and it's actually uh, exponentially. So I just want to clear that up. I'm sure a lot of you Rangers out there heard that, so I will say that. So anyways, uh, welcome to episode 53 of the Walker Retail Ranger podcast. Today is Sunday, December 11th, 2022. How are you, Liz? I'm doing great. How are you? I am fantastic. How are you, Ashley? I'm living the dream. Yes, you are. We have a three-peat here today, people. I'm not a three-peat. But we have uh, our youngest Ashley joining us in the studio today. Um, I'm going to be doing a little flexing later. So we're going to end this podcast on a little little story that I picked up that I experienced in the Amazon Flex thing. And uh, we'll get to that at the end. So stay tuned. Uh, today is Sunday, December 11th, 2022. Guess what the holidays are today, ladies? I don't know. Hit us. It is Worldwide Candle Lighting Day. We like candles. <laughs> what were we talking about last week? I have to get with uh, Christine to see if we had any takers on that uh, Walker 15 special on our candles. Yeah. So, anyways, it's Worldwide Candle Lighting Day. So, nice. across the world, light a candle. <laughs> Thank you. It's also National Have a Bagel Day. Did we have bagels today, ladies? I don't think I had a bagel yet. No, I wasn't prepared. The day is not over. <laughs> we will figure out a way to get bagels uh, just to celebrate that holiday. It's also International Mountain Day. And speaking of international, we're up over like four, was it 4,000 downloads now? That's awesome. Our followers still suck. We're at 24. <laughs> well, I mean, it is. It, it fluctuates. It goes up to 28, then down to 27, and then now it's 24. <laughs> so people aren't following the show, but they're downloading the heck out of it. Because we were looking at the international map this morning, and we're going crazy over in, in like the Asian continents and stuff. So thank you for y'all for your support, <laughs> which is awesome. Uh, it is also National Noodle Ring Day. Ooh. What? The only noodle ring I'm familiar with is a staple of my childhood, and that would be uh, SpaghettiOs. Ooh. I used to eat those cold out of the can. Oh, gross. Ooh. Is that... Is that not good? Not That's not how acceptable. poor we were. I couldn't afford to run the microwave to, to turn on my SpaghettiOs. But anyways, so that is the holidays of the day. So what's cooking, Ashley? Plot twist. So recently I've been making cake pops for work. Okay. So I tried to pick something that I just found on Instagram or Facebook somewhere. So one time I did a Mike Wazowski cake pop, which was pretty easy to do you just have to make the chocolate on the outside green and then right. add a very simple pre-made eye to oh, it yeah. that you found at your local grocery store yeah they usually <laughs> have those in little cake decoration yes. sections little eyes upon and them. then i even mike wazowski has a blue iris oh so i used a q-tip nice. and i food colored a blue iris onto that Mike Wazowski pop. Just to make it legit. And put it on, and it's really easy, and there's literally no recipe. You just make a cake mix okay. from a box. You can do it from scratch, and I'm sure that it tastes 
very similar, but right. if you want to do it, you can. And then you just cook it how the box says, and then you get your cream cream cheese frosting is what I prefer to use. I think it tastes better. Mm-hmm. But you just put a dot in there, and you can't. You have to be careful not to over mix it, or it's going to become too thin and not really hold as a ball. Okay. So you just slowly add in some frosting drops until you get like a thick, sandy consistency. That's for the cake. For the cake pop circle part. And then you just put a stick in there. And what I've been doing is just using straws because you don't need to get an actual okay. stick to do it. And they look pretty too. You can get fancy oh, yeah, the straws, different, stripes. Okay. different colors and stuff. So then you just stick the straw into the candy coating. So everyone, even I just called it chocolate on the outside. It's actually not chocolate. It's just called candy coating. So it's basically just sugar that will harden, and it's similar to chocolate, but you have to warm it up, and that is where it can get dicey, because if you overheat it, it's over. Like It'll seize up. Yep, it will, and it does take a while to actually get it melted Hmm. without doing that. So then after you have put the stick in the cake pop, you just drag it around in in the candy coating, and then you just let them cool off, and then you decorate them right then, though, so everything stays. Sticks to it, okay. right. And the most recent cake pop I made was a turkey. They looked amazing. I found a picture online, and I wanted to try it. So I used red velvet cake for the inside of the turkey, and then cream cheese frosting, and then little candy corns. For the feathers. For the, the feathers. Oh, nice. Yeah, and then that looked really pretty. do some food coloring that I already had from my Mike Wazowski. Nice. Food color, some orange and some red to make the beak and the little gobble. The gobbler? The gobbler. The beard, I believe, is what they call it. Yeah. <laughs> and right. then I even I added some chocolate sprinkles to it, too, to make it like fur. And that was a big hit in the office. They looked awesome. Maybe send me a pic and we can put it on the Walker Retail Ranger uh, Instagram, which I haven't been on lately. I got to get on there more. If only I had a daughter that wasn't in this room that did kind of media. Yeah, that would be media, great. Social media, schooling. <laughs> that would be really cool. Imagine the world like that. It would be amazing. So that's really cool. What about you, Liz? What's cooking? Well, we were actually talking about things for you to take to the office. Yeah. And you asked me about those Hawaiian sliders. Yes, the, the, the big hits. The ham and Swiss. Yes. And that's... That's one of the family favorites. Those are the ones with the King's Hawaiian rolls, right? Yes. Yes, those are so easy and quick to make, and everybody loves them. Yeah, they they really are easy. The only thing that we did differently was... A little bit of mayo. Yeah, a little mayo on one side of those rolls. but when Like you, on the top of the roll? No, you, you slice the, the whole oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. in okay. half, and then on one side... Put some mayo because it just... It definitely helps with like that moisture. The recipe like, doesn't call for the mayo? No, it no. doesn't. Ooh, hot <laughs> tip, people. Hot tip. It adds to that moisture that you get with the butter. And you'd want to use Duke's mayonnaise. Not a sponsor, but I wouldn't be upset if they were. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Duke's but mayo. the best recipe that we found for it was on all recipes. Well, it's I thought... Site. So the original recipe was on the actual King's Hawaiian Roll package, right? Yes, but... um. The ones that we like, I use the dried minced onion, and I don't think that one calls for it. I think it calls for onion powder. Okay, we like the we like the diced minced onion, yeah. right, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yes, Dri- and those minced. are the ones that you'll kind of see on top of yeah. the bun. Right. Those That's little nice. pieces, it adds so it much. It does. So on the All Recipes site, um, it's just melted butter, Dijon, Worcestershire, and um, dried minced onion. You can put poppy seeds in there. No, I actually got a drug test coming up. I regret putting poppy seeds on. I put them on according to the recipe, Uh and I 
I'm not against the poppy, but there was way too many of them on there. Yeah. yeah. So it was just like Can you take coding. Some no, I really don't think it actually adds anything other than another color. Or a failed drug a test failed surprise drug the next day. <laughs> I was eating Hawaiian slices. Exactly. But after you put the ham and Swiss and a little mayo on the inside, then you close it back up and you um, melt the butter, add those other ingredients, and then you pour it on top. And you can do it the day before. Cover it, let it sit in the refrigerator, wow. let all that stuff sit Marinate, in there. Marinate, baby. Yes, I think that was the big kicker. That's the key. I did that, and they were so moist. Yeah. It was it's, amazing. It's, you would think they just like fall apart from all that liquid up in there. But it doesn't. And it's then the quality of the roll. The next day, when you're ready to go, they don't take long to, to heat up. Right. So it's like 350. Yes, and the thing that I noticed I was a little nervous about, when you're putting the ham and the cheese on there, I was wondering like, oh, am I going to have to like bring a knife to cut these? You literally don't even need to cut the ham, and somehow it's so easy. You just need to put a spatula, and you don't even feel like you're having to actually cut through Because it like tenderizes stuff. the whole thing. Because it's so tender. It's yeah. just a party in your mouth, people. Exactly. It is. it is good times. That's awesome. Thank you. Um, Liz, you did watch that Cocaine Bear trailer last week. Uh, Ashley has not seen it, nor heard of it, apparently. Uh, what was your initial reaction when you saw that trailer? Well, I wasn't sure if it was supposed to be a comedy or not, but then it's clearly a comedy. It is a dark comedy. It is going to be hilarious. We are going to go see that in the theater. That, that For some reason, that movie just looks like it's tickling my funny bone. <laughs> uh, Ray Liotta's last appearance in a film, which, Ashley, you're probably too young to remember. Ray Liotta was, uh, well, he was on The Muppets one time. One of the Muppets <laughs> movies. But uh, he was on the one of my favorite movies, Goodfellas. He was mm. the main character. I like that movie. Yeah, Henry Hill. He was the the good gangster mm-hmm. uh, who could never really be truly made because he wasn't 100 percent Sicilian. That's deep. It's very deep. But anyways, <laughs> this is his last acting role, and it's a bear that stumbles upon cocaine that fell out of an airplane, based on a true story. Now, in the true story, the bear died. Uh, so they took some theatric. Uh, what is that word? Uh, oh. I, what? Dang it. I know, I know. <laughs> flexibility, we'll oh, just say. Yeah, we'll have to do a cleanup licks. Dang it. <laughs> but uh, anyways. Uh, oh, God, I can't. Oh, Kathy's probably screaming I know, it. I was thinking she's, she's screaming right screaming now. It but anyways, great trailer, Cocaine Bear. There are some bad words in the trailer. Yeah, so. there are some bad words. So I'm sure it's going to be that. So let's talk about eggs. We're, we're pretty passionate about eggs here at the Walker Ranch. Um, our eggs are amazing. Uh, now more than ever. Those eggs are amazing. Uh, across the industry, in the last couple weeks, there has been a very huge, I won't say exponentially, I won't say that, <laughs> uh, increase in the price of eggs. Um, and to the point where I think I'm nervous that our... Close that window for a minute, Liz. Mm-hmm. I don't want the girls to start requesting money for their eggs. Oh. <laughs> the Golden Girls. Because they are adding bueno value right now. <laughs> I mean, seriously. The price of eggs back in the day, they were like eight cents an egg. Now they're about thirty cents. That that's is insane. That's triple, almost quadruple the price that they used to be. So I did find a little article. Um, let me pull it up here on the electronic device. Um, it's from CNBC.com, and this was from October. So this was two months ago. Why egg prices are surging, but chicken prices are falling. Uh, by Greg Iacursi. I guess he was in Goodfellas. So, key points of this. 
The price of eggs has surged in the past year. Only margarine prices have risen more than the price of eggs, according to the Consumer Price Index, which that those results should be coming out next week. Going to be horrible. <laughs> and and, and I, I am right hand up in the air going to tell you that our inflation that they're telling us what it is is not accurate. Mm-hmm. There is no way. We're feeling it. I know, especially us middle class Joes out there and Janes out there mm-hmm. busting it every day. The price of groceries is insane. Mm-hmm. There is no way it's only up 15% or 8%. There's no way. Um, especially when I tell you these stats of these eggs. The, the, the chart that they have, all right, I don't want that ad. Um, basically, what happened is the bird flu has wiped out the egg laying hens, not as much of an impact on the meat producing hens oh. so the meat meat chickens are doing fine that's why chickens kind of stabilizing still expensive but the eggs have gone insane uh this chart the average price of a dozen large grade a eggs in the u.s is almost double what it was a year ago mind you this is in october 2022 the price in 2019 was a dollar 52 for a dozen october 2022 Three dollars and forty-two cents a dozen was the wow. average retail That's for crazy. a dozen eggs. Year over year percentage change in that time frame, eighty-seven point eight percent. Wow! Oh my now eggs are expensive, right? Mm-hmm. That's pretty easy, pretty obvious to say that. Think about all the things that require eggs. That's true. Again, we've talked about it in the past on the podcast, and if you're a more than twenty-four follower type of person, <laughs> download the heck out of it. You just don't follow us. <laughs> You would know <laughs> that we've talked about the, the, the tri- ripple effect on that stuff. You know, if an ingredient goes up, especially a key ingredient like eggs, that causes an increase on everything else. The price of fertilizers through the roof, all kinds of stuff impacting this stuff. But for eggs to be up 88%. I never thought about that. Like how you have to use eggs in everything. Everything. So that's such a big increase it and is. then that's making literally everything cost more it just does. by that one price and i've said it before and i'll continue to say it and this might be negative nelly coming out here but if you think the prices of this stuff is going back down mm. it ain't no thing chicken wing it, there's not they they have got us in such a spiral that we're, we're we have to pay for the stuff because we have to eat right but i don't think when the quote-unquote economy gets better Everybody's going to be dropping the prices back down to pre-2019 prices. True, because they know that we are going to pay Supply it. and demand. I mean, I'm all about capitalism. And when we have an opportunity, and, ah, I'm going to say this. I don't think we handled the whole pandemic properly. And I get it. And I'm going to say this too. We don't know. Nobody knew what to do. Right. Nobody. It was, it was the fir- first time it's ever happened in our generation, right? Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of what if, do this, do that, do that. We made some mistakes. And I don't think we recovered from those quick enough Like and, and flipped and said, hey, let, let's let's regroup and kind of rethink this. Everybody just kind of went on that zero to 100 thing. And we're, we're going to pay those, be- or the, not pay the, ben- pay the piper mm-hmm. for a while. And I'm not saying I would have made any different decisions either. I mean, I don't know. I mean. Right. But we had experts in charge that were supposed to kind of lead us through this stuff and eh, it got a little tricky. And I'm not going to say that um, I would have done any better, obviously. I'm, I'm a retail ranger. But um, back to something kind of positive. We've been watching a series on Netflix called Rotten. And when you catch up on these episodes, um, 
this one was called, the one we watched last night was about avocados. Mm -hmm. And, you know, everybody's all about avocados. They're healthy. It's a healthy fat. Avocados and this, that, and the third. Tom Brady looks beautiful because he eats avocados. I always feel really good and feel healthy when I'm eating an avocado. Right? Mm -hmm. You haven't heard this story yet, have you? Nope. So, you've heard the phrase blood diamonds? Do you know what that means? No. That's that's like when you buy a diamond, um, but it was actually processed or curated or harvested, whatever, through a bad situations, such as like an evil empire over in a country is like really treating people bad and they're, they're running the market. So, if you buy this nice diamond for your person and you're like, oh, this is an expensive diamond, but it was actually made on the blood of the back of people. Okay. You know, that type of thing. It's not Got a good it. thing. Right. Apparently, there's a blood diamond side of avocados. Oh. Uh, Mexico is the number one importer of avocados for the entire United States. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, like not too long ago, avocados were actually a seasonal item. They were coming from California, a few from Florida. Yeah. But California had the ideal spot to do it, to grow them. Well, Mexico has the ideal climate for that. It's like 72 degrees is what they like. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. And... When Bill Clinton was president, he and Mexico and Canada formed NAFTA, and it opened up importing avocados from Mexico to the United States. Mm-hmm. That was a good thing and a bad thing. Um, so they, they kind of took over the whole market. Now we get we got avocados year-round. Mm-hmm. And, and that's good if you like avocados. I mean, I like them. I, I don't... I won't sit here and say, man, I got to whip open an avocado. Right, same here. Right. I know you like to put lime juice or something oh, yeah. in salt. I love just salt on there. That will do it for me. Well, in order to keep my Tom Brady physique, I might have to start eating <laughs> them again. Um, yeah, all right, Liz. She started choking. <laughs> wow. Um, like, no. <laughs> but anyways, it turns out that there is a, a couple states in Mexico where they grow the majority of the avocados. And they're run by cartels, like mm. gangs down there. And they, they control the market. They control the pricing. There's kidnapping. There's murders. There's it, It's an insane process. And uh, one of the states of Mexico that they actually grow them, 20%, one of every five people works for the avocado industry. It's like a big deal. Wow. The citizens of that county or that state form their own militia to protect their their avocado crops and all that stuff. Um, the cops were all like on the take and all that stuff. So finally, I, I, it's a watch the documentary. It's really neat. But to this day, it is still one of those big avocado growing places is on the list from for us United States folks to not go to. Mm. And a couple of podcasts back, probably halfway through this season, we were talking about uh, there was a pause on Mexican avocados coming to these states because there was some kind of Somebody got threatened. Some U.S. weights guy, weights oh, and yeah. guy, was threatened yeah. at the thing, and they stopped bringing them in. Mm. So we, I think, we we're getting avocados from Peru. Let's talk about Peru for a minute. And this is the funny thing. So this is going to sound kind of cheesy, but a lot of higher up than me on the elite scale eat avocados, and they feel good about it, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Turns out, in Peru, people don't have water. Because they have channeled all the water of Peru. Literally drained two rivers. They're gone. The two main rivers of Peru are gone to grow avocados. You have to have a license to drill and get water in Peru. 
That's insane. Folks are having water tank tankers brought to their house to fill tanks so they can have water at their house. The they said and we heard it. One avocado takes 18 gallons of water to produce. That is ridiculous. For one avocado. And it takes five to six years for an avocado tree. And that's probably why it takes so much water because it's a tree, mm-hmm. not, a, not a plant. It takes five to six years for one to bear fruit. So you might feel good about you're an environmentalist. Mm-hmm. You're all about health. But dude, you're contributing to climate change by eating those avocados. Wow. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> that is crazy. And, and I'm not... Obviously, it's a huge market, and you know we don't want to bring it down or anything. What's the matter, Liz? Oh no, nothing. No, you all right? Yeah, we're good. All right, we're we're still getting used to. We have two mics and three people, <laughs> so, so we're learning how to do this. Um, but it was just weird to see that avocados were controlled by like the Mexican mafia type thing. Yes, Liz. Artistic license. Artistic license. Thank you. Well done. Bravo. I had to just pull that out. You you just didn't want a uh, cleanup on aisle 13 from Steve for next (laughs) week. Trying to cut down on those. Yeah, I respect that. So uh, on a lighter note, and we're going to wrap it up here shortly, uh, Metallica, which you know I've been a fan, Ashley, since the day you were born, um, has a new album coming out next year, and they released a song called, uh, shoot, I forgot the name of it, but they... (laughs) I'm of that age. <laughs> it's a good tune, though. It's it's heavy. It's kind of like an old school Metallica. Lux Eternal. Lux Eternal? Yeah. It's some weird thing. But good song. <laughs> but it started getting me thinking. Uh, Liz, you remember we went to a concert back in 2009 <laughs> at uh, John Paul Jones Arena in Charlottesville, Virginia. I believe it was Lamb of God that opened for Metallica that night. You remember that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Quick story, folks. So, And this, is a, this has been a... Family joke since 2009. <laughs> so a long time. So the singer for Lamb of God, and I'll be transparent, I'm not a huge fan of the band. I don't nah. think you were either. But he gets there, you know, he's working the crowd. He's like, apparently it's a tradition at that band for one of their songs to put your middle finger up, right? So <laughs> me and a, a guy that we had gone with, Mike Stern, I think it was, he was there. and the, So the lead singer yells, everybody put your middle fingers up. So I got my middle finger up. Mike's got his up. I go over and I look at Liz. She's got her pinky up. I was like, "You're, what are you doing? She goes, what did he say? What did you think he said? I thought he said, put your little finger up. So that, every time we want to talk about Liz and Metallica, we, we just raise our little pinky in the air like we just don't care. Put was, your little fingers jamming. up, people. Yeah. You know, and the crowd was just, everybody stopped and looked at me. And then all of a sudden... They went from middle finger to little finger. And the whole crowd, <laughs> yeah. They had a cup of tea in one hand, and they were throwing a little etiquette pinky up. Oh, that was amazing. So I'm about to do a, a flex job tonight, but I got a little story. Uh, Liz almost made me quit doing flexing. You know why? She had a good reason for a minute. So I'm out here delivering in my home county, right? My people. Right. I've been out here almost 20 years. Right? <laughs> yeah. I'm the face. Exactly. Of the community. They've seen you The Brad times. Pitt of Powhatan. <laughs> well, Tom Pitt. <laughs> all right. Arm Pitt. <laughs> their lesser known cousin. Yeah. And so real quick, I was supposed to deliver five packages to this one house. For some reason, only four were showing up in my app. And I, I physically saw the fifth package in my truck. So I'm like, well, all right. I got to figure out how to add this on here. 
So I'm, I'm in, like, had the door open on the truck, and I'm trying to figure out how to do this. All of a sudden, I hear, what the, are you doing? Like, loud. And it was dark, right? Yes. So there was a scent that filled the air. <laughs> a scent filled the air, I'll just say. And it wasn't my Cologne. <laughs> it wasn't that Draconois from the 90s, because I'm stuck on it, a little finger in the air. <laughs> and I, I almost pooped. So I turn around, I'm, slowly I'm like, I'm with Amazon. He's like, oh, okay. And I, I had my Amazon vest on, and we started talking. And I said, man, it's been a rough night. I said, uh, I should be home having a cold one by now. And, and he said, would you like a cold one for the road? That's when I knew it was okay. Right. I did not take one for the road, but I appreciated the effort. But that was fun. So be aware of your surroundings, number one. Uh, I, I probably should have had my head on a more of a swivel. Uh, there was nobody out there when I first pulled in the driveway, but it was dark out. So I get it. I mean, a strange vehicle rolls up in there. And that would be my one advice to any listeners out there that are ordering from Amazon. At least I can speak for Amazon. You're going to have different vehicles delivering your stuff. So please, I know you don't want to tell your spouse that stuff's coming because <laughs> you might have blown the budget. But you should fess up so nobody gets hurt. <laughs> because we're not using our, our trucks or cars don't say Amazon Prime on them. Right. I, I've been seeing a lot of people dropping off cars recently without the Amazon car. And I didn't really put Dropping it off packages? Yeah, they're dropping yeah. off packages for Amazon. But I was wondering, and I, it all makes sense now. They need to do a better job projecting that, right. I guess, out there. So mm-hmm. if you could at least tell a friend and they Spread tell the a friend. Word. That would <laughs> Pay be it gr- forward. Pay it forward. Because seriously, I mean, when, every time I go to load up, there's probably a dozen of us like loading up packages. And what it is, is basically the overflow from what the drivers, the prime truck van drivers can't handle. So, you know, we're out there doing a service. That's right. It's Christmas time. I'm trying to bring you presents, man. Don't hurt me. Don't hurt me no more. No. What is love? Oh, there we go. Don't hurt me. See, I knew Ashley would jump in. So, that's pretty much that. Uh, y'all got anything else? Or do we got to cover anything else? Yeah, I think we're good. Yeah. yeah, I got a five o'clock schedule here. I got to get rolling. That's right. But I appreciate you staying in or hanging out with us. You yep. came by for the breakfast breakfast buffet this morning. That's right. So I appreciate that. And uh, Liz, the chef, making gourmet breakfast on Sunday. Gourmet. I like it. Straight up gourmet. Straight Aww. up gourmet. It's stuff. It's just. Yeah, it, too can. Is it bussin'? It's bussin' bussin'. Oh, double bussin'. <laughs> Two bussin'. The double Dutch bus. <laughs> Anyways, we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks for being out or being safe out there and not hurting Amazon flex drivers. We'll catch you on the flip side. Peace. 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 Hey, Retail Rangers. Be sure to check out walkerretailranger.com. You can go there, maybe copy the link, and, I don't know, send it to some random people on your phone. Help spread the word. We also set up a phone number. It's 804-491-6097. We can take text or voicemails, and it's a great opportunity to give us feedback on the show or maybe give us a topic you want us to shoot the breeze about. Uh, As always, we appreciate your support, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Peace. Thank you for listening to us and letting us be ourselves. We appreciate what you do to get stuff on the shelves. Stay safe out there. Do what you can to avoid any danger. Have fun, work hard, and be a retail ranger. You've been listening to Walker Retail Ranger.